for anybody who's interested. This is the, uh... This is the Brew Science Podcast. All right, from behind the Zion curtain, cheers, my bros. <laughs> what up, fuckers? It's round two of this shit. <laughs> round two? This is round seven? I was saying of that intro. It was round two of that intro. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. This is round seven. <laughs> what up, everybody? It's the Brew Science Podcast. It's your host, Sloan, joined by my lovely co-host, James. My other such co-host. I don't get to be lovely, apparently. I said other such. That yeah, implies the same. No, it's not the same. Oh, I'm Colby. Give me attention and compliments. Yeah, it says the bitch that got called lovely, alright? <laughs> <laughs> not all of us can be lovely. Peasant. <laughs> hey, we're all loved somewhere. We all have significant <laughs> others, so that you counts something, for something. Right? Yeah. And only one of us has a kid by 26. Yep. What a Utah stereotype. I'm, this is way past when I, I should have. We all should have had now. kids at 18. Yeah, so. we're just normal now. Yeah. I don't want to be normal. I know, I don't either. I I'm, just want to be me. If that's normal, cool. If it's not, then it's, it's not, not cool. It's not being me. It's not. Thanks, Lone. <laughs> all right, so this is our second inaugural I was about to say annual, but I was like, nope, it ain't annual. Second annual. <laughs> uh, Second annual. Brewcast. <laughs> Today we are going to cover the wonderful, the lovely, intoxicating... That. No. That is That was not part of what we're Sir, covering today. this episode is going to require is a bit of very classy. decorum, class, sophistication, coming from us. Wine! <laughs> <laughs> we're covering wine in its general purpose we're not going to get too crazy because those sophisticated people love 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 their levels and complexity i can taste seven no maybe eight tannins within this bottle of wine maybe you taste more if you didn't have that dick in your mouth uh-huh oh 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 that was just targeting james i don't have a dick in my mouth <laughs> currently oh what the fuck <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with it, but I... No. Why did you go to a Trump conversation <laughs> 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 on the end of that? We've got Me? the best dicks. <laughs> We've got the best dicks. You can ask anyone that are huge. Huge. Oh, I'm talking huge. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Hey, guess what? Mexico's gonna pay for it. <laughs> Mexico's gonna pay That's for it. That's the best part. Mexico is gonna pay for it. Believe me, I know my penis. <laughs> I know all the experts that do you have think his dick. Do you think his penis is orange, too? Yes. Okay. No, the curtain does not match the drapes. Darn it, I messed up. Guarantee his pubes are white. The, the Same carpet does hair. not match the drapes. Guarantee it does. Does not. You don't I, think it does? I think we're not talking mm-hmm. carpet. We're talking the hair on his feet at this point. Okay. See what um, I did there? The saggy balls? Anybody what, was, <laughs> what was the... What are we talking about again today? <laughs> Sophistication in class. <laughs> Pinky out. Pinky fucking, out. Fucking sophistication up the wazoo. But before we pop that top we have to give a special shout out to our first inaugural drink sponsor courtney green courtney green where'd my drink go what the fuck damn it it was right here it's still right there 
Oh, okay. Courtney Green! <laughs> <laughs> we want to say thank you to Miss Courtney Green, the lovely, inspirational woman that she is, has all supplied us with a mini bottle. Some of us have a mini bottle, some of yeah, us have... Yeah, this is not going to go well. I think that's a long mini I told, bottle. I told I everyone we're going to shoot these. You did? Why did you tell people that? I don't want to shoot mine, but there, mine and yours are both a mini bottle. Yeah, there's a problem here. It's and that still mine, a lot of whiskey. At least a double shot. How many mils is yours? Um, we're rocking ten. Wait, if you I'm sorry, ten? Ten mil. Yeah. How many is yours, James? Mil? Fifty. Oh, okay, so James and I have the same mil. Milliliters. It's fifty. Oh, <laughs> okay. okay, they're all the same. Mine just looks stupid as shit. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Like the glass okay. really thick? Wait, do you guys hear yeah, that? the glass must be really thick. glass must be really thick. You guys hear that? Fart. If you listen, so no. If you listen really closely, you can hear Colby's inner bitch just crying. So I'm gonna apologize. I can't I crack the seal because the seal's already been cracked. Because I, I have to sniff. Because not only did she supply me with gin, but she supplied me with my favorite gin, Hendrix. Mm. That's your favorite? Absolutely. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was created by Jimmy in the late '60s. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Knob Creek is actually probably my favorite whiskey too. So. Damn, Corny, you did good. Yeah. I have never had this, but the name of this vodka is Effin. So she had delicious. to buy it Yeah. It's green apple. Mm. Do you smell the cucumber? Like, yeah. Think cucumber and smell it. Sure. It smells kind of like Clorox, actually. Dude, if this is Clorox, <laughs> I would be in a lot of trouble. Oh, man. <clears throat> pop in pop, pop my top. You know what? I'm, I'm really sad because all Hendrix bottles, no matter what size, have a cork. I know it's a mini bottle. It's a lot to ask, but... Yeah, why no cork? I, I don't know. Like pretty it's, much Sloan, it's a bark from a tree. It regrows. Pretty much Sloan just doesn't maybe. appreciate the gift. No, I already said I love the <laughs> just gift. Just kidding. Uh, this isn't a complaint toward Courtney. This is a complaint towards uh, Hendrix or whoever your bottling company is. Are we real legit going to shoot these? Uh, you yeah. fucking are the idiot that told everyone we're shooting them. I'm gonna need and more we pizza. Are, we are men of our word. Alright, let us cheers. Our cheers. Our mini away. bottle donation. You gotta stretch, Colby. Colby, come on. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> it, take it off contact. his. Okay. There you go. Alright. Cheers, y'all. You're so fucking stupid. I hate you so much. I hate much. me right now, too. Why? Slancha. Gross. Mm. <coughs> Ooh, that is tasty. It's gonna happen in two. Yeah, me too. That tastes oh, like fuck. an apple, though. That's really actually pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you know what's funny? It's La- burning my coccyx. So the last couple times we've shot right, I'm usually <laughs> I didn't the think one. It went down that far. So I'm usually the one that coughs. Mm. No, this. Ooh. Did you shoot that all in one? Yeah, because I'm not a bitch. <laughs> James and I are dying. No, I'm not dying. It's just a lot more flavor than I was ready for. It's very delicious. Yeah. I love... It's actually... Knob Creek is pretty smooth. Ooh, I can feel it in my toes. <laughs> Knob Creek is pretty smooth. That's why I love it. Especially these aftertastes. And like, it's super a lot of, woody. Yes. Yeah, super, super woody. I think that's what woody. makes it so smooth. A lot of shitty whiskeys that just linger in your mouth, that burning mm-hmm. sensation. Like Fireball. Exactly. Ugh, but I can't right now, it. I just have just really nice woody tones. Mmm. Delicious. And tannins and <laughs> no, I do like Knob Creek. Especially makes it good in mixing whiskey because mm-hmm. you can still get some of that wood and smokiness across, even when you mix it. I like to take a Knob Creek and I actually fill a glass you... about halfway with some nice ice chunks in there, and then I fill it with honey. Actually, not fill it, but I put some honey in it and mix it all up. Mm-hmm. Adds a little bit of a sweet. Smell that again. Oh, I've sm- I can smell it. it. Smells like Home Depot. Oh, it smells so good. 
Oh my, it smells just like green apple. I was actually very impressed with it. Because normally vodka, they do a, a flavor, right? Such an adorable little smell. bottle. Oh, there it is. Um, <gasps> normally they do flavored vodka, right? And it's very Ooh. subtle hint. Yeah, because if you remember from our really vodka good. episode, is this water doesn't have a flavor. Oh, it's, it's green apple. The flavor from the vodka usually comes from uh. water or syrups mixed yeah, into exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. So Ooh, I'm, you I'm can smell the hell of green apples. Oh, yeah. got a lot of flavor to it. You know what? It has like more apples, like aromas, mm-hmm. more than like 99 apple or any of those super sugary. Yeah. Than the, so like, they must put like a, it's probably got oil, like a green apple oil extract in here. There's no, there's no ingredients on it. They have to put ingredients on them. No, they don't. They're alcohol. Yeah. What do you mean have to put ingredients? They don't do that for liquor. No. Alcohol. I've been lied to. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, shout out to Courtney. Yeah, thank you, you kicked Courtney, ass. For the mini bottles. I'm sure this will kick in after my yeah other glasses of wine. Here, it's, we're getting loose. Three glasses of wine deep, and now a shot. And I'm planning on uh, at least half of another bottle of wine. Oh, geez, you're drinking half that. Um, I'm hoping that's only a couple, few glasses. Gee, but shout out, up. shout out to Courtney. You fucking rocked it. If anybody else wants to sponsor the podcast and give us a shot, uh, that'd be a fun little segment to do. Shout out to whoever sponsors it. We can sponsor each episode with mini bottles. Yeah, that'd be Pay really for cool. our alcoholism. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. Force me into to delinquency. Let us know. Let me do that. That works. That's all right. <laughs> all right. Speaking of wine, today we have, we did have three, but did Colby have. was late. Now we have I'm, two selections of wine. Yes. So we got the shitty one out of the way. I mean, okay, the first really one was good. barefoot. barefoot it was, it's okay. Listen, here's it's, here's my issue with good alcohol, bad alcohol. Especially There's, when it comes to wine, because this yes. is this is such a dominant culture inside wine, and the fact that they breed this self-entitlement, self-righteousness yeah. of, obviously, the dollar sign makes the better alcohol. And it's so fucking irritating, because you tell me that's a really good, high-quality wine, and I put it in my mouth, and it legit tastes like shit. That's not a good wine. Barefoot, it's nice and sweet. It goes down easy. It's I, I do prefer a little bit more dryness when when I'm having my wine, but it's it's good. It's delicious. It does its job. Barefoot is good. In the words of John Cleese, don't let critics tell you what to like. Just like what you're going to like and drink it. I hope that falls over in your lap. Shut up. <laughs> Ooh, the suspense. You're not going to get the pop. You're Shut the fuck up. up. As he drills that cork and lifts it slowly with his levers. Sloan, we don't need your... <laughs> Ooh, it, it, it edges ah, and right release. Alright, so today I went to uh, my local liquor store. And I bought a Utah local... It's uh, Castle Creek Winery. They're Merlot. Uh, the winery is located down in Moab, Utah. Um, I'm really interested to try it, and I don't think I've ever actually tried a Merlot either, so... Or, no. uh, Merlot. No, it's, it's Merlot. Merlot. get out of here. The I tea know. is silent. I'm just shitting. If you like something dry, you'll like a Merlot. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like it totally dry. I def- definitely do like some sweet, but Merlots are very dark, so you may yes. not like it at all. There's gonna be some very big tannins. I'm just gonna smell this, because I'm gonna sneak a bit more of Colby's, because he yeah, loves me. My, my See, it delicious. smells delicious. I mean, you can definitely smell the fruit... Mm-hmm. Um, typically what, Merlot. Um, just straight up Merlot. It's just straight up just Merlot. Merlot. There's okay. no extra. so typically Merlots and your Reds will have a lot of cherry, black currant, more of a Zero. fruity, so, berry flavor yeah. of red. Looking at is it, a typical characteristic. It is a dark red. It's, it's a thick it's red. A um, smelling it, it's very sweet. 
Um, I'm trying to pick up on the hints. I, I <laughs> this is. <laughs> Well, we just turned Pinky up real quick, didn't we? Yes, we did. Um, but I'm, I'm legit trying to do the wine justice because, you know, it's a local winery. Sonny, you're not going to try this? No. No? I smelt it. Um, I'm not a big red fan, so I will okay. let you enjoy it. Um, it's not for me. I don't enjoy reds particularly, um, with the exception of I'll drink a port. Yeah. Which is a mix, a wine blend. Or I'll drink a dessert red or a sweet red, but the overall like tannins and stuff, I just don't. It doesn't right. dance on my palate. I'll let you know how this tastes. See if you want to try it or not. Um, just smelling it. I can smell it. I smell the the initial smell is sweet, but um, I'm interested to see what they fucking what's it called when you're making alcohol? Fermentation. Dis- yes, fermentation. I'm interested to see fermentation what they ferment this in. Fermentation is different than this distillation. They are different. Yes. Um, I'm interested to see what they ferment this in, because I'm almost picking up some woody hints in the smell. Tell me if you well, do the that, same. Well, that'll come from the barrel. I know, but you can ferment wine in either a, a wood barrel or you can do um, you can do concrete. They have concrete Some yeah, say barrels. fermenters. Or barrels. they also have stainless steel open top fermenters so i i really think this might be wood um i'm gonna look it up and find out but so i'm gonna take i would always stress support local businesses local wineries distilleries breweries but don't support your local freaking liquor store unless you have to unless you have to i do in utah because it's don't give the the man your dollar and this is coming from the man the new liquor store in the man that works for the man that supports the man. The man and the man and the man. Unfortunately, has to have the man. So first, first taste. It's definitely. It doesn't. It's not very dry. It doesn't. Well, if you look at it, it doesn't coat your glass. So that's why they like swirl it. You open the aromas. Mmm. It does coat the glass. Slushy, sloshy, slushy, sloshy. Um, it's not very dry, but it's not very fruity. I believe either. the term when a wine when you swirl it in the glass and what it drips down is known as fingers. You that's look for. That's what fingers. you're looking for. Fingers. Would you like to try this, though? I'll take a sip, I guess. I wouldn't say it's super dry, so but it's not super fruity either. It's it's a pretty smooth taste. It's very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. So doesn't like it. Don't like that face. I like it. No. Um, you don't. I, no, I do. You lie. No, I do. I do. I will drink this whole bottle happily, um, but I'm definitely interested to see what else Castle Creek has to offer. Uh, I would love to see what else they have to offer as well. Because it's <laughs> hopefully something with a little, maybe a little fruitier, maybe a little more flavor. It tastes here. Less we do want to try it. No, it's I'm really good. not as bad as he thinks, as he says. I, I've had tons of Merlots. I actually okay. like Merlots. I'm not worried about it. All right. I think You're it's good. Nucking I'm just looking for something with a little more flavor. My favorite well. wine is Pinot Noir, so I like really dry. Really Pinot Noir. Yes, Pinot Noir. Oh, you sound fucking dumb. <laughs> um, anyway, today I have the Hive Winery. Uh, sticking with the local brewery theme, I have the Hive Winery. The difference with the Hive Winery from Castle Creek is Castle Creek actually uses, you know, of course, grapes to ferment with their wine. Hive Winery um, plays off the fact that we are the Beehive State uh, for two reasons: because we're industrious. No, we're not. Um, and we and make we a have, lot of babies. But I don't think that's why. Okay, that's no. no think, oh, okay. Because we're hardworking, industrial folk. And we make a lot of babies. And because we have lots no. of bees. <laughs> but okay. Uh, so, or had. 
the tongue and pass tongue danger. Yeah, species list. The hive winery uses honey instead of grapes. And they, they'll usually experiment with a lot of different fruits. They'll they, they won't stick to just grapes. Inside their they lean more towards a meadery. Yep, they are winery, technically but... a meadery. I mean, they call themselves a winery. They actually have changed their name to the Hive um, uh, Brandy something. Because now they actually make a, a huge selection of brandies. Really? Yeah. And they, you can go there and taste it. It's actually not the really so good selection do they, of brandies. Do they do like a, like, um, a tour? Because uh-huh. we did that one tour, tour? for the... Um, why can't I think of the uh, name? Wasatch. Wasatch. No. no. No, we didn't do Wasatch. Wasatch. I just they have the my favorite vodka. Yeah. Wow. Um, Utah. Sugar, Sugar House. Sugar, Sugar House Distillery. So they did a tour. I wonder if um the Beehive would give a tour. Beehive uh, yeah. I would guarantee does, it. Do, do, does do a tour. We should sign up for that. Okay. So is yours not from grapes? Mine is not. Mine is honey. Okay, so Jen, well, what's the the fruit? I'm tasting a lot of cranberry it's raspberry. and currant. Raspberry. So yeah, since it's so wrong. honey doesn't qualify as a mead and not as a mead wine. Mead is a wine. Oh, mead is a wine. Mead is a wine. Very it's just wine to made from how honey. rice fermented is a rice wine. Okay, so it's you still wine. The sake is not a rice wine, but I'll fight you. I will, f- I will <laughs> fight you and force you to commit seppuku. Seppuku. Not in my living room, please. Nope, right here. I don't here. have <laughs> the samurai does not wait. wait. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to clean up the entrails and the beheadedness. And why are you why like are you emphasizing weird things? Be- you don't behead. You don't behead you yourself. Just stab yourself in the chest. No, you stab stomach. yourself in the guts and then you cut up and then the person next to you beheads you. Only if you do it improperly. Only if you do it properly. Wait, no, no, flipped it. If you do improperly, they don't behead you. That's so what I'm saying. So you guys just... I, I know I, I know Colby. I, he's not doing it properly. I ain't got a sword. It's not up if to Colby. I would be doing if, it with a shattered glass wine bottle. If Colby sticks himself in the guts, then one of us has to finish just the job. Just remember, kids. Because we're good in, friends. Up and to the left. Oh, God. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. Cause the most internal damage. Uh, Fastest way to go. Don't do that. Anyway, back to my wine... Uh, this one is called the Zion Curtain. So this is why I like the Hive Winery is because they're very similar to Wasatch and Sugar House and that they like to poke the bear that is the Utah government. So this one's called the Zion Curtain, uh, which of course is in re- you know relation to our Zion Curtain, which is the thing protecting the kids. From I believe a wise sage food. referenced on a podcast that very same term. I you? It's weird. Uh, no, not me. Please. <laughs> in our intro. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, such humility. The the slogan for this particular wine is giving Utah liquor laws the raspberries since 2010. <laughs> Adorable. Uh, Whoever thought, came up with that marketing slogan deserves a pat on the back and five of my dollars. So how well, is the wine? They need at least 20 because well, it's yeah. a fairly expensive bottle yeah. <laughs> How is the wine? So the wine's actually really good. Here, nice. I have some so, in my glass because yeah, Colby is so enjoying to me because I came from work to school to here, so I didn't have time to grab my yellowtail. Does, does it have the tannins I'm looking for? No, no, just drink the damn thing. It's sweet. That's why I drink it. It, it is a semi-sweet. So it's a little different than your wine. Your wine's going to be very You see those fingers hard. from that, all that oil that holds Yours has a tang to it. It has yes. a bite on the back of your tongue. That's where the honey, that's where the honey, that's where the honey comes in. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. I'm almost getting like a uh, a juniper hint. That yeah, it's it's that it's that because it, like when I described it earlier with like almost a currant or cranberry, it's those raspberry and honey play dynamics. Okay. That create that flavor. All right. God, we sound so smart. 
Yeah, but if anybody actually knows anything about wine, they're like, oh my god, these guys are so full of shit. These guys are just fucking making up well, as they go. I let's, think we're just trying to describe it in our own best words. So let's bring our listeners, or as me and Colby love to call you, our readers, readers. up to our level. And why don't you tell them a little bit how wine is made? It's me? Because, no, never mind. I sure shit ain't looking at Colby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Colby didn't do fucking research. All right, so let's go back to the beginning a little bit, do a little history. Talk so into our way, way back machine. Way, way back. But... We're going to do some Bill and Ted shit here. Now we're back. Can in... our way, way back machine have gold wing uh, doors? I'm yes. already way, way back. Yeah, but we need to go back forward so we can install gold wing doors real quick. <laughs> install. No, no, we got to go to like the 60s so we can have like the original Mercedes gold wing doors. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Okay, we'll, install. We'll Are you we gotta, installed? We gotta make money first because those go Fuck. very expensive. Okay, I'm gonna use my so time go to, machine. Go to, let's go forward in time to get money to come back in time. Well, let's let's just go to this year. Let's, let's Toronto Raptors won the NBA Finals, so let's go to this year. Well, how much money you got? I, I got I got about a thousand dollars. I've done all this back and forth, and you want to come back to this year? <laughs> oh my god! So come come back to this year. Let's let's bet on the Toronto Raptors. I got they a, are the underdogs. I got a fiber. This has nothing fiber. to do with the <laughs> wine. I, yeah, I voted. Hold on. We got to make the money to get there, though. I, I I bet it on Golden State. I mean, they were sure. Wow. Basketball sucks. Some would say balls. You suck. It's dumb. You're dumb. Flopping hey, around. Hey, you better watch it. Neil will fire you. Neil <laughs> is not my boss. <laughs> Hi, Neil. Neil is not my manager. Oh, wait. You're not my dad. Hashtag not my manager Hashtag anymore. Hashtag not my manager. <laughs> Hashtag actually not my manager. He is your manager. I know, but Cade isn't. Yeah, Cade will forever be hashtag not my manager. So, we're now back to the year 1600 no. well, BC. Now that you brought me all the way back here, I got No, I already left you. <laughs> we, okay. Did we get our going doors? Yeah. We decided on that? Okay. Only on the left side. Well, I... We only four one. Okay, that's yep. There that's will fine. be murder tonight. We'll just get out of the left side. It's no big deal. I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> hey, we do not do a true crime podcast. We should. We anyway. No. Too dominated. True. We would win. No. Obviously, because no. this no, is crushing it. Um, so the earliest evidence of, of wine being in, in bottles, you know, they find crushed ceramics and whatnot, and they can actually do their science shit, and they can read what was in the I ceramics. by science shit, you mean take a swab and put it through a mass spectrum spectrometer to divulge what elements exist on the residue. Damn, yes. That's really good. Okay. Carbon dating. And uh, so they were the date, able yes. to date back the first uh, recorded evidence of wine from Georgia, not United, United States. States, Georgia the country, in 6000 BC. So a long fucking time ago. Um, so you're telling me when Adam and Eve were around because the Earth is only six thousand years old, James? Uh, six thousand BC is way longer than six thousand years ago, bro. So your fact is false. Yeah, you literally are lying to us right now. I think this is the wrong <laughs> podcast for me to be on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so way way back machine, six thousand BC. We got ancient Georgians, Georgianites, some wine, Georgianites. Anyway, those people. So really, and and even before then, when was it? Sloan in China. It's eight thousand. Eight thousand. About yeah, eight thousand BC. They started experimenting with wine, but it was rice wine because that's what they had predominantly. Not technically a sake, right? Or was it? No, it was rice wine. It's okay. Sake. They're very different. So that's like saying champagne is the same as being a new wall. So China right. itself had a rice exactly. wine. Exactly. But rice wine is sake. 
But sake is no rice wine. You win this round. You win this round. <laughs> all sake is rice wine, but all rice wine is not sake. So uh, technically, win. the first grape wine was in Georgia in 6000 BC. Ever since then, I mean, it's dominated so many cultures. It was very, from very popular in Egypt. Into Egypt, Greece, There are Rome. some people, some historians estimate that at Rome's peak, the person averaged 1.2 bottles a day. A day. It's... I mean, the crazy thing to think about is the Romans and the Greeks both had gods dedicated to wine. Yes. Because they loved it so much. Because they loved it so much. I mean, you think about that, right? You've got gods for the sun. You've got gods for love. You've got gods for beauty. So, you've got gods for this. You've got one for wine. That's crazy to think. It's because so, people love getting question, fucked up. What the god of wine is to Rome, what is the god of blank to millennials? The god of... I was going to say Tide Pods, avocado but that's toasts. not... Yeah, no, avocado toast, probably. I, I got to do this. Disappointment. Oh, oh, oh shit! That one hit me right in the field. That hits everyone. <laughs> Every millennial in the fields. I think we're all just in bed, like born with the. You know what I mean by that is disappointment from those boomers. Am I right? Heyo. Heyo. Yeah, but I don't think any of our our parents are part of that baby boomer. They're not generation. No, they're, they're after. It's our grandparents. Yeah, boomers are our no. grandparents. Yeah, boomers boomers are, are our grandparents? I thought boomers were mm. after World War Two. Yeah. Yeah. Our grandparents. our grandparents. Well, my grandparents were born like during World War Two. So. All of our grandparents are Mormons. What? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it has nothing to do with anything. Everyone's grandparents are Mormons. That's my grandparents aren't Mormons. Yours are the greatest generation, is what yours are. Yeah, technically. The greatest, as we have an island of trash. Thank yeah. you. Great. You're welcome. Spank, spay. Anyway, so the Romans have this entire god dedicated to this um, substance that they love. I would dare say entire, I mean, just economics based on wine. Like, it's a huge part well, of the economics. Well, when you're telling me you have the one of the largest, the largest empire at the time drinking one product, you have to distribute that one product to everyone in the empire, and the average one person bottle. drinks one bottle a day. That's more, they're drinking more wine than water. This is not a healthy Well, time. obviously, they were drinking more water because they would die. I was going to say, but, wine, the reason they drank more wine is because it actually was purified. Actually yeah, was because drinkable. a lot of the water right. had toxins and it was dirty and they'd get sick. So that's why, during that time, alcohol was safer to drink than a lot of waters in big cities because Romans developed plumbing, but it wasn't mm-hmm. perfect. Dad, I think this water's giving me malaria. It's just iodine. <laughs> just pound <laughs> some wine, you little bitch. <laughs> So after, ooh. oh, the wine hit. <laughs> no, I like, I like, I like flicked it. <laughs> All right, this is stupid. <laughs> anyway, the, while we're on the topic of gods, the religious aspect of wine is still current today. In that Christianity, you take the body, or I'm sorry, the blood of Christ, right? Which, in some religions, they still practice as actually wine coming from a. a Catholic, an ex-Catholic, I guess technically not, but an ex-Catholic, I would take the blood of Christ every single Sunday, yep. and it was pretty delicious, not tart at all. They give you a pretty fruity wine, yeah, so, so it's easy to, you, easy to like, sip. I don't know the actual brand, but it pairs perfect with the body of Christ. <laughs> the body of Christ and the blood of Christ could not be a more delicious snack combo. There's nothing more I love than the sustenance and the bread that is my Lord and Savior, Satan. Satan. Here, Satan. You so, can't. You can't say that. For all the like the messed up things the LDS Church why did to young people, was why couldn't I have wine? 
Why'd you have to take that away? The only good thing about Christianity, you yeeted it right out of the book. There's a lot of good things about Christianity. You name learn one. that you're. Name one. You learn that you're, Crusades one, two, and three best trilogy. Crusades one, two, and three. You learn. You learn that Star you're, Wars. You're, yeah. you're born with original sin, and that you're. Yeah. You're just born with. Uh, <clears throat> As a monster, basically, that's pretty good. That's good for you. But don't worry, Jesus still loves you. But he's also the most angry, the angriest God that has ever existed. No, not Jesus, God. But you also learn that depending on the Christianity, they're the same. They are the same, which is the Holy Trinity: the God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are all one. Santos, the Padre. Yes, they're all one being. As an ordained minister, I can watch for that. (laughs) Watching. Why? Every move you make. What? We got. The Holy Trinity is oh, watching you. Yeah, that was. Gotcha. I thought you were doing that for like no. hitting off of like Colby's burp. I was like, no, what? that was a good burp. That's I was preparing. Um, I just want to say I have heard better. It Suddenly was... it was not recorded, but last session. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That was probably. That was you want to talk about burp. finding God? <laughs> Sloan did with that burp. Sloan found it immediately. I think Colby though that's uh, probably a three out of ten on the burp scale, but that's probably what? that's probably the best one on the podcast so three? far. Three out of ten. Best that one on the podcast. Solid so far. five. I had no girth. You can't rate your that's own fair. things. It's that's like you can't give yeah, yourself your own on. nicknames. Uh, I, I mean, was, if, if you were forced. I'm sexy beast. That no, you are James D. Brandon. No, if if yours is a three, his was an easy four. Mine? What the fuck? His was a little more oomph. Mine definitely. I, for I, sure. he, but it had no length. Yours was very airy. Guys, Mine had life to it. I want to remind you of the decorum that is in this room right now. <laughs> This is supposed to be our toity highbrow episode. My pinky we has been held high the entire time. Once. No, I burped earlier. Okay, we've only burped twice. Wine! <laughs> so, Blood of Christ is where you ended. Delicious. Oh. That's that all I have to say about it. <laughs> and that's all I have to say about right, that. So, the process of wine is more of a science than it is, some would argue, an art form. These days, it's more of a science than it is art. In the fact that with the advent of technology, the science of crafting a beautiful, complex wine is more math than it is artistry. Yes, absolutely. So breaking down our wine, we have two basic groups. We're not going to go into the other subgroups. We're just going to go super simple. We got two. We got red. Do three? Yeah, let's do, do rosé. Okay. I'll cover rosé. So we'll go three. We got red, white, and then you have this awkward stepchild in the middle that came from the mailman, rosé. Which is delicious. Which is the best. Yes. I will drink rosé before I drink red, and before I purchase that white, I'm probably buying a rice. <laughs> Asian <laughs> sympathizer. That's <laughs> AI and China. Yeah, the same. <laughs> what do you want? They're coming to take us over. Uh, we don't have much. We had that Chinese spy right here in Syracuse, Utah. What? Were you not? Did you not read the news? I don't we read had a Chinese sympathizer here in Syracuse. Sweet. I could not pull into my neighborhood for several hours because there were marked. There's just somebody that says, "I love China." I know. <laughs> so. So he was. He and I live in the same neighborhood, and I didn't hear shit. This was before you moved in to that place. That's why. So, he was a Chinese sympathizer in the fact that he was selling, got caught selling military secrets from Hill to the Chinese government. Oh shit! What an asshole! 
Yep. But if you ask, oh, but if you ask his local Mormon church, he was always good at church, fulfilled his callings. They don't understand how that could happen. Anyway. By the way, Jesus is delicious. (laughs) So, our three basic types of wine. We have the blood of Christ, the metal (laughs) red. Oh, metal. We have the hybrid inbred rosé. Delicious. My favorite. Then we have the simple, clean white. So, at the... I guess we should start with the simplest because it's... doesn't leave room for multiple variables so it is a little bit simpler to manufacture so it can be air quotes easier to manufacture and produce which is white wine mm-hmm. for those of quote you unquote. Do, quote unquote yeah for those of you who don't know all wine when you squish a grape is white it's clear there is yes. no color all the a color yeah so, with a little bit yeah, of a green so. hue the all the color from your rosé and reds come from the actual skin of the fruit that's where you can develop these complex flavors into red, but we're sticking with white. So the grapes are harvested. Now, when grapes are harvested, whether it's red or white, there's essentially two doctrine methods of harvesting them right now. One is the more hands-on approach. <laughs> the fact that they actually go out and handpick every bunch. I got it now. <laughs> they go on handpick because they believe that using machinery and stuff will bruise the fruit, compromise the integrity. And also, it's a lot healthier for the plant itself if you go out with shears and just cut it off right at mm-hmm. the base of so the fruit. these are very typical, not so much in whites because you're not really worried about the skins and all of that. This is more common in reds. But you can either hand cut it or you can take a machine agitator, which literally... Grabs the vine by its base and shakes the shit out of it. Give me your shit. Give me a fucking wine. I'm fucking thirsty. Which doesn't look as intimidating on grapes, but when you see a freaking they do that to walnut trees. Oh my (laughs) god. (laughs) I'm surprised they're still standing every year. It isn't. So it is or pistachios. Like what the fuck? Everybody has bought a Christmas tree, and then they do the shaking to like deshed the needles, right? Imagine that, but the tree, like, 15 times more moving. Done with several uh, 100 horsepower. Yeah. Okay, maybe not 100 horsepower, but several horsepower is shaken very violently, and then the grapes are caught, put onto a belt, dropped into a truck. So those are the two methods of picking the grapes. Now, this is where the big separation... I'm really deep. You continue with that, sir. I still got a glass. <laughs> Do you want to trade? so after the grapes go up onto the conveyor belt they are then sent to the plant and this is where the grapes will then be separated or de-stemmed not not always it depends it depends on the procedure it depends on if what their process is vineyard to vineyard varies um Mm -hmm. they are either a de-stemmed or they will be de-stemmed on a later process either way with a white wine they're almost always de-stemmed with the mm-hmm. red wine, sometimes the stem is kept on during the fermentation process, but we'll get to that well, later. Well, sort of. So after that comes the good old, what do they call it in the word of wines? The pneumatic press? No, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the, they call fuck. it. That was <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> for, I was, I thought that was the next step. <laughs> Bitch. No, they call it, what do they call that season? The squishing season. They said it and it sounded so metal. The squishing season? Isn't it like stomping? The crush. That's what they call it. The crush? Yeah. Yeah. They call it the crush. Now, I I just want to make a tiny little point. 
go back a couple steps. I already have crushed my grapes. Okay. Well, I'm going back to when the grape is still in the pot. All right. Let's hop back to Just the very way, quickly. way back machine. We're going to go the way, way back machine. <laughs> Hold on. We need to go get our other door. Right. Oh, Quick, James. <laughs> Quick, James. The machine's approaching. It's going to shake the shit out of you. Do what you need to. So grapes, it, it, you have to pick the grape at a specific time because I guess depending on the sugar content and the acid content of the, each grape, it's actually very important when you pick they, the grape depending on the flavor of your wine. They never pick the first grapes grown. No, you have to wait until the perfect time for it to be picked. Usually, so a it's right before or after the first frost, roughly, depending on the vineyard and what they specialize in. Mm-hmm. Anyway, now go back. All right, I'll top back into the way. Okay, we're back to present. All right. So I've I got my done squished grapes. They've done been squished. <laughs> done been squished. So this is where the biggest separation of red and white starts. The white grapes for white wine. Are then separated and strained from their skins, and you have just the juice from the grapes, juice. which you squeeze out in a pneumatic press. I like the juice, or a, another form of press. They have some airbag presses, or there's That's the pneumatic there's press. some hands-on presses that literally is old granny feet coming to you soon. Delicious, Fumunda cheese. Ew. They always Yuck. say cheese goes best with wine. No, that's disgusting. Oh my god. Colby's not reacting. Does he not know what Fumunda is? No, I'm a little drunk. Oh, okay. Do you know what Fumunda is? It's Okay, yeah. alright, alright. It's part of it's part of my crazy old lady winery. All of our uh. wine will be paired with the sweet cheese. So the skin is separated from the juice. Now with red wine this is kept. We're talking about white. Now, white wine, this has always perplexed me, because white wine takes less to less time to ferment. I mean, they suggest they all a wine will reach its peak age within five years of the bottling. At five years in the bottle, it has reached its peak, supposedly, depending on who you ask. Yeah, a lot of people would disagree, um, but One I, thing I've learned I about agree. wine and all this studying is so subjective. This, is, this field is so wide. Typically... White wine does not need to ferment nearly as long as red wine because you don't have the skins, you don't have the stems, you don't have any of this other additives. You just have the juice, a little bit of yeast. You add yeast at a later process. Mm -hmm. The yeast eats the sugars, which turns them into carbon dioxide and alcohol. Mm -hmm. Gives you wine. Gives us wine. And at this point, and at this point, white wine is then aged, bottled, produced. Mm hmm. So, consumed. in my mind, it should be cheaper mm-hmm. than red wine by a lot. I agree. Because red wine takes so much longer, but that's not always the case. Now, within white wine, we have a couple other subcategories. We have the exclusive champagne, which for those of the lis- listeners who don't know, Colby hit me with this. Ooh, tasty fact. Hit me with your best what shot. He's not following the podcast at all. He's over zoned out in a drunken stupor. I felt like being a teacher and like Shit. I see that one kid dozing off. I was like, boom, got him. Pick on the kid Snipe. with ACD. We cannot pay attention. Colby, hit us with, hit me with champagne. a champagne fact. Champagne, technical champagne is only allowed or t- has only come from France. And champagne. In Champagne, France. Yes. That's the only real champagne. Of course, you can buy bubbly wine or sparkling wine or whatever. Yeah, and that's what it'll be referred to is sparkling wine. France, the only true champagnes do come from champagne. And there's only a France. handful of vineyards. There's only there are only a couple. like I think it's like fifteen, fifteen or twenty, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's the there's only not champagne a ton that can of be there. vineyards in Champagne, 
But those are the only true, legitimate champagnes. What a sense of entitlement. You can make exactly the same drink somewhere else, but you can't call it this because it's not from champagne. Well, it, well, the that, fucking well, French. The no, 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 <laughs> this, no. That makes sense, and this is why. When it comes to wine, what develops the flavor in the grape is the plant. Is the atmosphere. And the plant is affected by soil, air pressure, moisture, humidity. Ooh, we need all to talk this. about the soil. So how you develop these complex flavors and get different grapes that produce different things, and you get all these subgenres of Pinot Noir, Merlot. Merlot. Po- Not Merlot. Post Merlot. So you have Merlot, Pinot Noir. Um, hit me with some other titles. Sauvignon Blanc. Um, they're french i'm not good with french griots no, terrible no that's not one there's seven main oh, there's seven look it up seven there's main there's seven main grapes and what happens is a long time ago monks in their vineyards found out that creating stress on the plant will produce a different fruit the higher the stress it's like they're walking this tightrope of they want enough stress that it causes the plant to overproduce sugars or create a thicker skin, or do I these things, because that will affect the flavor. And how do you create stress? Crappy soil, aggressive slope on the soil, so water doesn't stay very long, so your moisture, um, air pressure, different altitudes, all of that. So creating I gotta, this I... stress will produce different flavors. And that's why champagne is champagne, because it's grown at that one spot. Now, other people can produce sparkling wine, but it's going to taste very, very different than these champagnes. And that's why Napa Valley will taste different than Utah. Utah will taste different than the vineyards back east. Champagne dif- tastes different than other sparkling wines. That's also all of that. part of the reason why we actually have zero wineries in Utah. Like, actual vineyard wineries, we have none. Because we're a desert. Because we don't have the soil. <laughs> mm-hmm. However, in Idaho, Except we grow grapes far away, right outside of my Yeah, but those aren't yeah, wine grapes. Those aren't wine grapes. They don't, they don't make <clears> very good grapes. Or wine. Oh, okay. Wine grapes are very high in sugar. But very high in sugar. I, However, I have in Idaho, wines. there are okay. several vineyards. Colorado, there are a lot of vineyards. Because it's more... It's colder? Because it's more mountainous. Because it has okay. better soil, better atmosphere, better now, water. Now, with the soil, we have to touch on this. I watched quite a few document- documentaries that told me that the shittier soil that you have, the better for the grape, the better for the wine. Because it forces... You've got to create that stress. It forces the roots to go deep, yes. Yep. It creates that stress, which creates a better grape. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Now, I, I do have the... Hit uh, me with those seven grapes. It's actually the big six. <laughs> Hit me with those seven grapes. The big grapes. six grapes. I'm going to do my best... Actually, which will be superb anyway, but I'm going to no, do my best with these enunci- pronunciations. Pinot Noir. No, Pinot Wait. Noir. Okay. That one you actually say the R. A <laughs> Cabernet or, Cabernet? or yeah. Merlot. Merlot. Okay. Uh, Syrah or Syrahs. <laughs> Shiraz. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Those are the red grapes. Those are three red grapes. The white grapes are uh, Riesling. 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 You both said it different. Okay. It's Riesling. <laughs> Riesling, sorry. With this is... uh, Sauvignon Blanc. Sauvignon Blanc. That's what I said. Sauvignon, Sauvignon Blanc. Sauvignon. Sauvignon Blanc. And a Chardonnay. 
That one was fairly close. That was pretty good. Chardonnay. You sounded really English, but yeah. All right, those are the big so six are the big grapes six. that are used for <clears throat> wine making. Now, within these grapes, the wineries have developed clone strands. And depending on which clone strand can grow best in certain soils, certain altitudes, and that's where the science comes in, is because they have created certain strands that do well in certain topographical areas that produce a specific and unique flavor. Now, a vineyard doesn't always use just one clone. This is when, if you read a label, you will read blend on a lot of labels. They'll all say blend. On a lot of wine labels? Mm-hmm. A lot of wine labels. Oh, really? You'll say this is like a Pinot Noir blend. I've never looked for it. I'm going to look at it right now on my thing to see if it is a blend. Now, what that means is they take these different clones because they will taste slightly different and to build a complex profile with many layers. Mm, they will mm, tannins. Mm. <laughs> they will. God damn it! So oh my girlfriend's will... gonna hate me later. <laughs> so I'm just gonna crawl into bed. <laughs> I'm I'm asleep now. She's gonna like, give me a back she's... massage. She's gonna be like. <laughs> she's back like, tonight, babe. I love you. I'm like. <laughs> Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Give so, a guy a bottle of wine. These blends come in. They will take these different clones and mix these two clones or mix four, five clones, whatever they need to develop the profile they want. There's Is that a, when they mix the stems? Is that what you're talking about? No, no, no. That, okay, that's we'll further that into later. that's in okay. red. Okay. This is just an overall synopsis of different things. Okay. So to get these blends, they'll mix different clones because they'll develop a different profile. There's kind of a this fallacy phrase in wine or winemaking that is the sum of the parts is greater than the whole, which mathematically is impossible. But the idea is you can combine these different clones or anything to develop a more complex profile and develop a different flavor, hopefully better than the one you put in. Hopefully. Hopefully. It doesn't always go that way. So, now that we talk about whites, let's talk about reds. How do you the feel? blood of Christ. Not, not apple ale. No, not, not apple ale. We're apple ale is reds. better than wine. Fight me. Fight. I will um, fight you. I'll fight you. Apple ale is shit. Apple <laughs> ale gives me heartburn out the gate. <clears throat> what, about, what about hard cider? Um, I'm down for like I mean, depending on the Woodchuck. Woodchuck is um, the only... Okay. Woodchuck is the only hard Henry's. cider I'll, dr- I'll drink. terrible. I... Can't no. I haven't found angry orchard. Like, don't like angry. No, angry orchard reds. They're too sweet. Uh, woodchuck, I'll drink because it's not quite as sweet. It's more of a flat the flavor. Woodchuck does a pear, it's really delicious. A pear cider. That's really good. I bet that's, that's really good. Is really good. I like things. I like pear like alcohol. I don't I like, like pears. I like pear flavoring. I do too because I'm not fucking a fan hate. Of in the words of Anakin, I hate sand. It's what rough. It's coarse. It gets everywhere. The texture of pears is like sand. Yeah, it's like sand. That's fair. So, so red anyway, wine. Red wine. <laughs> the blood of Christ. Do red you have, what knowledge of the metal red do you have? What knowledge of the red do I have? Yeah. Well, from the beginning, so it's there's a different process with red. So the white wines, the grapes themselves are squozen immediately. Uh, they're taken away. <laughs> Sloan's over here doing it. I was doing a sobriety test, sobriety checking test. my level. I can still touch my nose. So uh, for a white wine, you... <laughs> no, you got to do both fingers. Gotta... You take the juice out of the grape immediately. Oh, I missed. <laughs> you remove it. You remove it from the skins. 
fuck? What? <laughs> you don't remove her from the skins. No, white so, wine you do. I, oh, I right, was right, backtracking to so explain red. red. So red They dumped it off the truck. It goes into the auger. So the auger... So people separate it. Different wineries will do it differently. Some wineries actually keep some of the stems on, while others will remove the stems completely. But to create a, a red wine, you always have to keep the skins on. So like Sloane said earlier, the, the color of the red wine actually comes from the skin of the grape itself and that's actually where you got to get a lot of the bitterness a lot of the so-called tannins uh, you know tannins whatever Mm -hmm. that's where you get a lot of the the harsher flavors of a red wine you get from the the juice itself fermenting with the skin or with the the stem and this has some advantages because grapes if you ever rub a grape on the vine, it'll have kind of a smoky look to it. But when you rub it, that smoke's gone and you see a sheen. Mm-hmm. Grapes will actually have a naturally growing yeast on the outside of the grape. Right. So some wineries wash their grapes right away. Some of them will squish it with that natural yeast on. And James mentioned this, keeping the stems on. And that's kind of important because doing research, I've learned that a lot of vineyards will have a stock. Their grapevine stock will often be a different grape family than the stems. They'll actually have a stock from one grape, and then the stocks will actually decide which clone is on that stock. That's why keeping some of those stocks and vines with the grape helps a little bit of the flavor profile in the fact that that stem is different than the rest of the plant. Right, exactly. So you get a different flavor that Mm. wouldn't naturally be there. And after it's squished and it's melded a little bit in flavor, they'll then strain out the skins and the stem. And then you're left with this lovely color. I'll admit, I hate red wine. It's color, very attractive color. The blood of Christ. Very attractive color. It's not me for flavors, but aesthetically, I really like the way wine looks. Okay, so I'm a little drunk. What? I I just had a premonition. I just had a premonition. So nothing is more metal than the blood of Christ. So what if Christianity is actually a satanic uprising? What if what if Christianity? I want is actually you to think about what Satan. you just said. Yes, listen to what I'm saying. Cast out Satan. Exactly, but what if it's just the Satanists wanting you to you think? Obviously, have not read the church. What by is the book more, of Satan? What is more metal than the blood of Christ? A metal head of Christ, a goat man holding a slaughtered infant, telling what do you, you think? To do whatever the fuck you want. What do you think he's drinking? The, the blood of Christ. He's actually most depictions he's not drinking beer. Most depictions he's not really drinking anything. It's because goats just drink water. How boring. Okay. Anyway, well, he's, wine I mean, like sometimes he's suck. he's pictured as a goat, but he's not pictured always as a goat. <laughs> Have you guys watched The Witch? Yes. Such a fucking scary movie. Oh, I love... So, it's on Netflix. Watch it. Look it up. Some people like to joke and call it The Vivich, because it's witch witch spelled with two Vs next to each other. It's actually... I love horror movies. I love them. So, this follows... um, Not Protestant. um, Yeah, they were Protestant. um, They were... I think they were Quakers. Well, Quakers, sure, but they were all Protestant. Protestant is just a anyway, branch off of the Catholic Church. For lack of better terms, pilgrims. Sure. <laughs> these pilgrims were exiled from their community, and they were kind of kicked out and forced out onto the frontier. And it takes place during that time with the witch scares in Salem and that kind of stuff. There is a family, a father, a mother, two daughters, and a son. A daughter. The children were never supposed to venture to our in the forest, 
etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They're living on this uh, homestead away from alert. everyone. What? Yeah, I shouldn't spoil it. <laughs> you spoiled a lot of the. No, Not that's really. just I mean, the I'm premise. Just that's the premise. Right. Anyway, so it's called the Witch. It's this Protestant family that's been exiled. It's a family of five. The and only there, thing I'm going to say is there's this adorable goat named Philip. And there oh, may or may not be a witch in the Phil. woods. Just saying. Oh, oh, oh. Damn it, she. I'm not, I don't really like horror movies, but I really like that one. I like the. It's, I like suspenseful horror, not slasher stabby. See, I like suspenseful too, but my favorite kind of horror movie is one that just makes you feel uneasy. It that actually one does the whole exactly. Time. It makes you feel bad. Ooh, and the plot twist at the end. Oh, so good. I don't know. There's a plot twist. Thanks for spoiling it. That's not. A oh no! I said there's a plot twist. Oh no! <laughs> you should have just said it was M Night Shyamalan. Yeah. So it was assumed. It's M. not. But it wasn't. It's not M Night Shyamalan. But Shyamalama Ding Dong. It's a better twist than his other movies. I love his movies, but have this is not one of, of his water? movies. I is that M Night? That is. I have not seen no. that one. It's not it's M Night. It doesn't um, sound like an M Night. Labyrinth. I don't know. I What's his idea. name? Anyway, wine. <laughs> we were going off of metal. Got to Satan. Natural Divergent. I mean, also a shitty movie. <laughs> Divergent. So, <laughs> never so, saw it. boom. We hopped in our machine. We've we've done squished our grapes. We've you now separated the skin and the stem sometimes from the overall uh, mixture. Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro. Anyway, back to Guillermo. Which I'm sure this this drinks. So, we've done separated. Done did separate. Done did separate the good old American way under this blue sky. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, done did separate the skins and the stalks from the juice. The juice is separate from (laughs) the skins. I think you've all misunderstood me. I said I hated the juice. (laughs) The (laughs) juice. No, it's pronounced. The <laughs> so, Jew joke. We love so all our Jew we listeners. Have, we have no, we're left with this Jews lovely, joke. and that's oh, where okay. a lot of the color comes. That's where part of the color comes in from red wine. Typically, red wine is aged longer than white, sometimes up to double. That's a lot. As far as fermented, a big as reason why the process usually takes about harsher. two to three weeks for red wine, where white wine takes about a week mm-hmm. to ferment. Now, fermenting the process with wine, a lot of times they'll use barrels just like whiskey or rum or a vodka, anything like that. Or they can use concrete or they can use actually stainless steel open fermenters, open top fermenters. And typically your reds will be in a barrel as opposed to others because some of those tannins and oils will seep in from the wood. And different trees from different parts, because we all know soil affects plants, an American oak barrel will taste different than a European oak barrel. And the tannins and the... <laughs> and that's where a lot of... The, and that's where some of the oil and stuff comes in is from there. Now, after it is aged and fermented in barrels, you then pull it out and then it is bottled. Typically it is bottled, some of them, and this is where the another divergent comes in the wine family. Most wine is consumed within the first two years of bottling. 90% of wine is that way. After that, most of it is consumed within five years. So to have these vintages from a long time ago, I think the oldest bottle, the oldest wine in bottle right now, I think it's from like 1890, is the oldest That's the vintage. oldest? Really? 
that I think people have is about 1890 is the oldest vintage of at a um, a stout at a um, wine cellar. I believe the really? oldest is That's 1890, crazy. which I you think about older. is almost is over 200 years old. Uh huh. No, that's no, not. No, it's not. That's 130 years old. Yeah, math. <laughs> yeah, that one took me a second. When you said eighteen ninety, I was like, okay, round up to two hundred. What? That sounds so good, but 20, 21. How old am I? I'm not that old. Okay, twenty six. <laughs> well, you're thinking nineteen ninety, eighteen ninety. Yeah, eighteen ninety. Eighteen ninety to nineteen ninety is one hundred years. Yeah. Nineteen ninety to two thousand nineteen is thirty. Twenty nine years. Yes, it's one hundred and thirty years. One hundred twenty nine years. Still. A bottle of wine that it's was produced 130 shit. years ago? Honestly, I'm surprised that the glass lasts that long without becoming so brittle that it just shatters, shatters or, upon uh, or, I mean, Like we said earlier, humans are fucking stupid. Nobody's dropped it. Nobody's done anything. It's set in a dark cellar with no sunlight. Humidity controlled. Sounds yeah. like my ideal life. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> dark cellar with no light. It's, it's, nobody so touches it. So, so he can just control with his bionic left hand. Humidity <laughs> controlled. <laughs> just my bionic left eye and my bionic left arm. Which just, is like... Uh, so if you think about like what was around, what was around in 1890, like cars were barely a thing. Um, cars weren't a thing. Cars were not a thing. You're still horse and buggy at that yeah. point. Yeah, fucking cars were a thing. Cars um, were not a thing. <laughs> electric taxis were actually a thing. Um, electric taxis? cars were, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, we had before the, electric motor, the before motor. actually gasoline. Yeah, we did a lot of motor studying. <laughs> <laughs> so, the ideal, like we, I think I mentioned earlier, the ideal, quote-unquote, peak for a wine is five years in the bottle. After five years of maturity, because we got to sound fancy as fuck. And tannins. Why do you just throw tannins on the shit? Yeah, why because it's that? the most like pompous word that any wine connoisseur You have said. aromas, you have complexity, you have body, you have richness. Right? Why are you throwing fullness. a tannin over Because tannin over. is a word that I don't understand that they all use in every single fucking wine documentary that it's I watched. It's not just wine. Whiskey use it has Whiskey tannins. uses a ton of tannins. Okay, it has well, to do with the process of oil being infused into a product. With whiskey, be like, <laughs> tannins. <laughs> Only if it's American, Texans. specifically K- Kentucky whiskey. Kentucky. And Kentucky tannins. Which I'm going to preface 100%. now when we eventually get to our wine episode. I mean, whiskey, whiskey episode. When we get to our whiskey We're episode. episode. If we get to the whiskey, when we get to the whiskey if, episode. If and when. I corrected it. I believe in chaos good. magic. I put it out there in the chaos. universe. It will happen. <laughs> when we get there. In the next few brewcasts. I'm apologizing now. <laughs> because wine people will be pretentious. They will ridicule you and make fun of you, but they'll just chop it up to your uneducated swine filth. Yeah, welcome. Whiskey we people, get to whiskey. Whiskey people don't do that. They yeah. will let you know how they feel, how wrong you are, and they will fight you until the very end. And burn your house down. I don't know if they do that. That's what I'm going to start practicing right now. Like, practicing burning houses? No, 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 no. I'm going <laughs> to practice my... Rephrase. I'm going to practice aligning myself with the whiskey um, drinkers, which I'm a whiskey drinker myself. Maybe not in the volumes that others down south drink it, but 
I will, uh, I'm going to start drink y'all <laughs> whiskey and uh, bullshit and tannins. And I blew up a refrigerator last week out in my yard, <laughs> which is 37 acres out on the mountains. Whiskey. There ain't no mountains <laughs> in the south. They have the Appalachia. I found some. <laughs> no, that's way, that's, that's way west. East. Yeah, where's the east. south? East, excuse me. Name a southern state. Georgia. Has Texas. the Appalachians. Okay, they don't have the Appalachians. All right, <laughs> arguing that, I don't think Georgia has the Appalachians. I guarantee you Georgia We're has getting the off topic. What? This podcast, <laughs> this podcast got off topic? Oh, Shocker. God. Shocker. So, <laughs> y'all can feel I'm looking. For the most part, I mean, that's mostly how red and wine's different, is wine is purely juice. Doesn't take as long to ferment. Typically... I guess we can talk about the flavors associated with reds and whites. We kind of did a little bit at the beginning because we're talking about reds, but let's talk about the flavors associated with crisp whites, such as champagne. So I mean, to keep it simple, and then you can delve deeper. White wine is a lot easier to drink. It's a lot sweeter. You get a lot more of those fruity flavors in it. Uh, A rosé is kind of a mix of the both. I guess we can talk about rosé after we talk about flavors because that'll be a good lead. I got rosés. so with well, uh, red what, wines, what state did I say? Georgia. Georgia. All right, I lost. Are you yeah, serious? <laughs> <laughs> There's a little bit of the Appalachians in Georgia. I'm not like gonna I say, say it. I'm, I'm not gonna high mountains. I'm not gonna say, but count it. Yeah, not high mountains. <laughs> I want to hear Colby say. Fair enough, mountains. Sloan was right. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, I got rosés. Okay, so, so hold on, we gotta talk about the flavor profiles. Sorry, fine. You talk about the flavor profiles. So you have white wines. White wines are typically associated with lemongrass, apple, peach, peach, pears to a to a certain extent. They're tenly a bit of crisp, a bit of bite at the front of they're, the palate. If you think about it, they're white fruits. They're, you won't find any darker colored fruits. They're all white colored fruits. And you will always serve white wine with lighter things, such as fish, chicken. chicken if you're doing a vegetable protein, you're going to technically, you typically, not technically, typically serve that with a white. You can technically do pork as well. Pork yeah. is a pork is the other white meat. Terrible product. You're, holy shit! Really? Why? We're going to argue on Star Wars and pork. We're still friends, Colby. I still oh love my you. God. It's protein in the, the world. And it's protein shit. in the same way. I, I just understand I why you do hate pork. pork. Why? Because do you don't like it, or I just don't. It's like red wine. I don't like pork. Okay, well, I mean, you, you shouldn't say. Like it, There's only still. one exception. You shouldn't like say. Bacon, bacon, you shouldn't bacon, say yeah. that bacon it red, could, so. should never be consumed. It's healthy. It's not. <laughs> it is the fattiest <laughs> meat. Well, I know, but if you're using your fats as your main source of energy, as opposed to carbohydrates, then I'm it's just as healthy. Wrestler. Huh? Just That's saying. why I'm fat, is because my fats are not my main source of energy. <laughs> he has carbs. And those would be my sugar. They call that stored energy, where carbs are, are used as the main source of energy. All right, Dr. Energy. Oz. I know you a lot about the nutrition. stored energy? If you don't use it, you keep it. Yep. It's called kinetic energy, sir. And you never lose it. That's a fact. Especially once you're a dad. That's a fact. (laughs) Once you gain a fat cell, you never lose the fat cell. You can just shrink the fat cell. So, 
<laughs> Boom. We got really sad. So sorry. white wines are <laughs> I know too served much. with chicken, fish, potentially pork. Um, <laughs> Bacon. Turkey. It's just... So any fowl or fish is typically served with white wine. Just because those flavors naturally lend themselves to complement those. That's why if I'm ever at a restaurant, I will always order my meal before my drink. Or really? at least, or at least know what I'm going to order before sure. I order my drink. Well, I mean, if I go to a restaurant, I'm the kind of guy that already knows what I'm going to order before I go. The only exception is margaritas. <laughs> I don't like margaritas. When you go to a Mexican restaurant, what? it doesn't matter what you order; they're all the same thing. I will not order a margarita. Why? I don't know. I just don't no. like the flavor. They're you too harsh like for me. Um, you don't like lime? Tequila. I I like tequila. I like lime. I don't like them together. And a lot of tequilas really? are, I don't know, just a margarita is too sharp, it's too harsh of a taste. It's not enjoyable. So I, I said Fair. no tequila this week because I just got back from Mexico where literally all I drank was tequila. Right. I guess we're going to do tequila next. That's fine. We can get like a bottle Proof. of Trace. We can get a bottle of Gross Jose. Well, I think we'll I'd enjoy get some, it. Some, um, I'll make some. What's Don? Don Julio. Yeah, Don Julio. I'll make some tacos I to beforehand. Drink Don Julio, it's part of the corporate gains. Yeah. One day we'll have ourselves a we Mexa going, fest. One day we're gonna do. I've done. I've been working research because I really want to do an in-depth podcast on this. There is a alcoholic conglomerate that owns like half of the alcoholic labels. What? Really? That I did not know. That's good. To know. I'm gonna save like more nuggets on that for later. But there's the just no. There is the man, and when I refer to the man in alcohol, there's this one company that owns probably, I dare say, 80% of your liquor bottles. It's like the Disney, no, it's like the Disney of alcohol. Disney, that's a better, It's like It's like the Disney of alcohol, and I'm working on, like, putting material together for this episode, but it's intense. Okay, I'm excited for that. um, There is, so that was white, now we're talking about reds. Reds are typically associated with berry flavors. Most common currants... Curon. Cherry, Curon. Sometimes people say plum. I've never tasted plum. Haven't you? Plum's actually really good as a wine. Grape. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? <laughs> Kick him out. This is his house. I don't give a shit. That was a horseshit answer. <laughs> but so, but nobody I, said grape. You know what the funny thing is? When people describe wine flavors, they never say that has a real grapey flavor. <laughs> I know. Because grape doesn't have a goddamn flavor when it's fermented. So, yes, it does. No, it so, does not. Most wine, is wine grape, taste like? most wine is grape wine. All so wine is grape wine. wine. Not wine. all okay, wine. Okay, I'm sorry, all wine. Don't be stupid. Rice wine and, and meat. Flavors you're have. <laughs> you done? We're arguing. Continue. I'm sorry for intruding on your discussion. Continue. No, please. <laughs> I'm done. I won. Won. You did not win. I Fuck you. Continue, son. <laughs> So in addition to these berries, you're going to have strawberry, raspberry, <laughs> cherries, currants, Kiron. Kiron, all these. Sometimes people associate them with a little bit more on the bitter side. <laughs> like mine. It's rough. <laughs> Steve Castle, just halfway through it. Castle Creek. Castle Creek, I'm in, interested in trying your other shit, but this Merlot's, it's just I, not my shit. I told you when you <laughs> got a Merlot, you. I was like, you're not going to like it. I, the like first it. sip, the first glass was... I liked it. It was fine. The now, more I go into it... Now, you say that, but hear uh, me out. Marinade, like, a steak in that? Oh, yeah. Good. 
Yeah, that's, that's exactly so, what this wine is missing is a good side of beef. So speaking <laughs> of that, so these yeah. berries naturally lead into what it'll be paired with. Lamb, beef, sometimes pork, depending on how you orchestrate the rest of your dish. And that's pretty much it. It Those bitter flavors tend to go well with something heavy and fat because that creaminess will balance the bitterness. Yeah. It's not so much bitter. There's a little bitter, but it's just kind of flat. Like like there's something missing. So I could see cooking a steak with this with some sodium. You want to try it? Yeah, I'm going to give that a I steak. like how you call it sodium like you're fucking nerd instead hold of on. salt. I know. Salt. <laughs> hold Sorry. on. Hold on. I said hold on. <laughs> All right. So now that we talk about reds, I am a nerd, Colby's going to hit us with that thick, thick knowledge. His personal favorite. Oh, shit, that Rose. is actually really good. It's not bad. It's just dry. It's, it's a different dry. flavor. It's, it's a flat flavor, but it that's, actually is that's really good. That's typical flavor of Merlot. They'll technically, they'll typically be really dry. That's actually really they'll good. Usually, they'll usually have long fingers. Yeah, like it does man. have long fingers. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, those tannins secrete a lot of oil, so it's gonna it's gonna carry on your palate. Generally, with reds, they developed a more complex flavor. And I just don't appreciate all the little nuances inside of them, so they're not for me. But you know what is for me? What? Sweet rosés. Rosés are where it's at. Yeah, I'm a rosé guy. So you've got two main kinds of rosés. Of course you've got, you know, the easiest way to think about rosés is rosés are white wines that have just a touch of red. I mean, that's the easiest way to think about them. Because red wines, right, you keep the skin on the whole time, they turn dark, they can sometimes turn bitter, they can sometimes turn dry. Um, While I'm on that subject, actually, wine is actually one of the only alcohols that actually has two different profiles, in that you can have a wet wine in white, or you can have a dry wine. A wet wine? So that would be like more sweet. Yeah, that would be more your so typically Sauvignon Blancs. So typically and your Moscatos. Okay. Yeah, typically, your when alcohol comes, when they refer to a dry alcohol, it leaves your mouth dry. Right. And the fact Wanting that more is it usually basically. the alcohol content. Alcohol and water don't get along. The alcohol whisks away the water, leaving your mouth dry. Is that why it feels dry mm-hmm. when you yes. drink it? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good to know. And the oils have a little bit of there's a lot of playing with it. But yeah, the the oil is actually dry. Oil is hydrophobic, so it actually pushes the water away. So is there more more generally oil. more oil in a red wine? Mm. Technically, yes. Okay, that's where your tannins. You know what you've been using no, this whole you night. Said it wrong. The tannins. I had to get in character. Tannins. That's so. That's where that comes from. Is from the oils. Okay. So the the more tannin, tannins, tannin is oil. Tannin is oil. The more oil we're gonna get, has, like the drier it is. Negative reviews from wine connoisseurs. Well, they never made it this far. <laughs> that's so. true. Well, they may have just looked and said, hey, "Oh, wine. I like wine." You may say like, negative review, but it's still a review which you can leave at iTunes, Google Play. You know what, fuckers. <laughs> There's fuckers. a lot of you listening by now. All right. I like There's how plenty. We passionately refer to our readers as fuckers. I love you all, and that's why I call you fuckers and not our, our dumbos. Readers are the best. Name our, name our, a better listeners. Reader. Listeners. They're readers. Hey fuckers. Name a better reader. <laughs> Leave us a review. I'll wait on iTunes, or by the time you're listening, we'll have a Facebook up. Leave us a review. What? Leave us. 
How many stars? <laughs> you are managing it. <laughs> yeah, I'm the manager. Apparently. Hey, if you look at me. Apparently. Look at me. I'm the what do you mean now? apparently? I'm the manager now? <laughs> I'm look the only me. one doing this Look shit. at me. I'm the manager now. Okay, so if leave us a review. If you like the podcast, give us some stars. Give us four stars, five stars. No, don't even give us four stars. I'm shooting for a solid. I'm going to be stewed. I would happily no, no, no. take three. B listen, minus, passing, great. I, listen, I feel like I'm a middle-of-the-row kind of guy. If you like the podcast, leave a review, four plus stars, if you don't middle like the, of the podcast, road guy four plus listen listen, listen 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 all right I'm if listening. you don't like the podcast fuck off go do something <laughs> go do something else with your day you don't need to leave us a shit or review no please no do. please do actually no yes fuck we want shitty reviews so we can expand or no that's not how you expand no, don't hold on I, that's the wrong word oh, it, now it we each- you know i've noticed with this podcast, we've turned the word a hateful word that produces hate and anger towards a lot of people, and we're turning it to a term of endearment. What I word? refer to James as a fuck. Oh, you just yeah, referred fuck, to Colby yeah. as a fuck. My <laughs> listeners no, no, no. are fuckers. I refer. I referred. Referred. <laughs> referred. Oh my god, I've had too much done, wine. Done. Referred. I referred to Colby as a dumb fuck. Oh, he's got a point. There's different he, levels. He's of, got a point. There's, there's different levels of love. He called me. Did call me a dumb you, fuck. Colby, you're one of the most intelligent people I've ever known. Well, I don't even remember why I called you dumb fuck. <laughs> what did I say? Because I don't know. He was talking about. Oh, because I was talking about negative, negative reviews. Okay, how that's how we expand. Yeah, like, exactly. No, no it's not, not expanding. How you expand. It's, it's enhance. What? What's the another word for enhancing? Shut up. Enhancing, okay. not my penis. Let me listen. Let me listen. Let me say a statement. Let me listen. <laughs> Let me say a statement. If I'll let you listen, James. Hold on. <laughs> Go ahead and listen, James. Let me just, listen. Just wait a few minutes. Go ahead. If you like the podcast, leave us a good review. Or don't. No. Or don't. If you don't like the podcast, fuck dude, off. You're the captain of your own ship. You live your best life. Fuck. Let me... Leave a statement. <laughs> You're leaving it. I'm just. Is there three captains it. of the ship? Is this how this is working? Yeah, we each have a wheel. <laughs> just Why does the ship have three wheels? Because it's a fucked up <laughs> ship. Just like Sloan was saying with our terms of endearment, <laughs> our gonna... ship is fucked. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Which means, in James terms and Sloan terms and Colby terms, it's a really nice ship. <laughs> Someone's working for Welcome to the USS Friendship where we fuck everything. Everything is fucked. Everything's fucked. You know, that's, a little that's, fucked that's our up. slogan. Everything's everything is fucked. fucked. Oh shit. I we need bumper stickers. Everything's everything fucked. is fucked. Bruce Hines podcast. Bruce Hines podcast. Everything's fucked. So Is that a UFO? Everything's Look. fucked. No, it's a plane. Same you, thing. You dumb fuck. <laughs> a, a plane is a UFO until you realize it's a plane. That's so true. I didn't hey, think about that. Yo, dogs, hit me with that sweet rose knowledge. Uh, we're beyond that now. You're the rose guy. So, a rose, boom, you take your white, you mix it with your red. You, you do not it. mix it with your red. Do not do that. No, just take both bottles, pour it in, make do it. Do not sing. do that. Throw in some fruit. Oh my god, do not Sangria. do that. Sangria. <laughs> I've had. Many a nights of trying to get drunk on sangria, and you obviously have not made the right sangria. Yeah, you ain't no, doing no. right. The best sangria borders on jungle juice. It's <laughs> because I buy sangria, and oh, you problem. try and get drunk on a little bottle bottle of sangria, 
It's not going to get you much. Sangria is the sophisticated southern jungle juice. True. Tell me I'm wrong. I can't. Jungle juice is great. Jungle juice is awesome. It's really not. It's horrible. No, no, no. It'll get you there. The more natural fruits you actually mix in by hand to a jungle juice, the better it is. That's true. Rosés. Okay, we're back to rosés. So So rosés are different from white wine and red wine. The main difference is... Hold on. It's on our way, way back machine. <laughs> I got a bowl of done squished grapes. Your bowl of done squished grapes. What is too doors? Fast. We gotta keep going back. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm at the grape bush. Okay, you did Here's a terrible way way back machine sound. I'm sorry. So, yeah, there that's you go. not what the sound. sound. Well, no. I mean that's close enough. Ah, uh, no, it's not okay. <laughs> anyway, that's <laughs> the way way back gross. machine with a flat tire. <laughs> <laughs> well, we only have one gullwing door, so we'll take a flat tire. All point. right, go ahead. Matt, I'm staring at my bush. It's done got grapes. <laughs> what Does the it have grapes too? No. We Good to my, know. We keep my vineyard free of all pests. <laughs> my vine is laden with many fruit. <laughs> got a spray. <laughs> Fucking pesticides. <laughs> It's very well maintained and trimmed. It is heavens, yes. It makes it makes harvesting so much easier. <laughs> it makes he has designed pesticides. his bush to frame the outer frame. I just want to let you know my stem has been perfectly grafted. <laughs> to oh God! This bush to produce <laughs> the utmost epitome of one. <laughs> Your wiener say, is wide. Some people would say it's like sipping nectar from the gods. <laughs> some would say this podcast is reaching its bitter end. <laughs> I can't. Colby can't. Colby, help what? me with my bush. <laughs> Where were you even going? We went from Rose to Sloan's Bush. <laughs> He's helping me we with my bush. Why did you go back that far? Okay. Okay. So we done got my bush. It's okay. been harvested. So they've been separated. The skins from them grape. <laughs> the skin, yep. The my seed the has been spread. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the world needs. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Hold on, everybody, wait a minute. <laughs> Are you? Is this all a stall? <laughs> no, it's not. To, for my you fruit to remember what rosé is, I have my skin separated from my juice. <laughs> Alcohol. Okay, we're gonna lead off there. <laughs> Perfect. I got so two piles. Skin, <laughs> the skins were separated from the juice. They juice it. They do white wine things. They introduce the skin a little bit later on. But only for a little bit. The so idea they actually here, reintroduce the skin? They reintroduce After the it's skin. been fermented. Because you want to create a profile, but you don't need it to be as but complex. You don't so it's be been fermented. Bitter. Mm-hmm. So it's been fermented, and then you reintroduce the skin. So Ooh. then you bring the skin in. Okay. The idea of the skin is for the same in red wine, right? So what you do with red wine is you have the skin on the whole time. The skin brings bitterness. I mean, technically, it's not that's not what it is, but it brings flavor profiles. It brings a little bit of oil, tannins, it's tannins, etc. So you leave the skin on, and you get that. However, if you do a white wine, but then you introduce the skin a little bit later on, you get a different profile. Of course, the different profile is a little bit bitterness with your white wine. Now, what this usually relates to is what we call a rosé. 
rosé or white Zinfandel in some cases, a rosé is typically a pink to a slight purple wine. You can pick those up on the shelf because typically they do a clear bottle when you do a rosé because you, they want you to see the they color. You see it. See the my Castle Creek Winery. Actually, when I bought it, I thought it was going to be white right white right. Right, right. Oh my god, I'm a little. <laughs> I'm a little uh, juicy. I'm right there with you. So I thought it was white Drank wine, a whole bottle of wine when I bought the Merlot because I didn't know much about it when I bought it, but uh, it's very red. Yeah, so that's so. I don't, I don't know that we touched on it. But it's in a it, darker bottle. UV, and this is the same for beer, but UV rays do uh, degrade alcohols. So gives typically... It gives it cancer. Gives it cancer. Gives it cancer. Okay. It gives it cancer. But the... <laughs> so when you do a darker bottle, it does protect from UV rays. So you'll typically see red wines in darker bottles, be it green, be it brown, be it almost black. You will see them in darker bottles to protect from the UV rays, whereas white wines, they don't degrade as much. Um, so they want to have a clear bottle or even a yellow bottle to protect a little bit from the UV rays, but still show you the color. However, rosés are almost exclusively in a clear bottle because the color of a rosé does dictate the flavor profile. Unlike a red wine or a white wine, a red wine, you can have a red wine that looks very similar to another red wine, but they're going to have different flavor profiles. Right. White wine, same thing. You mm-hmm. can have one that's going to be a sweet. You can have one that's going to be just a semi-sweet. Rosés, nine times out of ten, the darker the color on the rosé, the different the flavor profile. So the closer to a white, the sweeter it's going to be. The closer to a red, typically the drier it's going to be. So typically what you'll see is Pinot Noir is the darkest wine. It's almost black. It's almost black. Okay. So what you'll see is on the label of rosés, you will see that it says derived from Pinot Noir. So what they're doing is they're basically mixing a Pinot with a white. It's not 100% true, but that's technically what they're doing. They are producing a rosé by mixing a white with a red, which creates a pink. What that is called is white Zinfandel. It's actually one of the most popular wines of all time. The white Zinf do have some of the most flavor profile without the harshness of the of the I'm sorry the, the Pinot, because a lot of people really prefer the flavor of a red wine but hate the bitterness or the dryness or the aftertaste. Mm-hmm. White Zinfandel eliminates that, so you have okay. the white wine but you also have the flavor of the Pinot. That's why White Zinf is one of the top wines and top selling wines out there. So you get kind of the sugary taste with the bitterness at the end? It, I mean, or kind no. of. Somewhat. It, rosés are really different in that their flavor profile is very, very unique compared to, you know, white wine. White wine, pretty much they all taste very similar. Of course, you can have slight differentiations. From a Cabernet to a Sauvignon, they're a little different. Red wine's the same way. Pinot is very dark. Merlot's a little bit on the lighter end, a little more on the pink end. But their flavor profiles are very similar. Rosés are the exception to the rule. They actually have a very split decision. Now, the funny thing about rosés is you can go two ways with them. So you can have a straight-up 100% wine rosé, or you can do a bubbly rosé. Bubbly Rosé is actually one of the main sellers for champagne. You won't find many white or actually you won't find any red champagnes. You'll find mostly Rosé champagnes. They usually use 
rosés in champagnes because it does give a greater flavor profile, but then the bubbly brings out the flavor profile of the red in, on top of it while so, not hurting the harshness. So it's still going to be very smooth, still very going to be very easy to drink. Okay. So that that's... They're, they're, rosés are more a little more complicated than that, but that's the basic gist of it. Is rosés are a mixture of white and red. You don't actually want to mix white wine and red wine. Is actually it's it's very it's actually against the law in France. Is actually it hundred percent is against the law to in mix France a red wine to mix a, a red wine, wine and a white wine and sell it. Well, this is coming okay. from the same country though. Like they purposely limit the amount of champagne produced each year. The to make it exclusive. F- fucking French. Hey man, them French do love you, their food. Is that so on this podcast, are you saying you love the French? Well, I do I love, love garlic bread. And I do garlic love garlic bread's American. Anyway, what else you got? Spaghetti. That's, That's Italian. Italian. And I do love uh uh chicken fettuccine Alfredo. Also, also Italian. Italian. Actually <laughs> so, American. So for French you're gonna have to throw in um frogwa. Uh I don't eat frog. That's it's not frog. frog, it's Goose or duck? <laughs> I don't eat it's that. duck, not goose. It's duck. I've never had duck or goose. Or pate? Uh, pad thai? No, no pad thai. That's Chinese. Um, beer or um, escargot? Oh, I do he, love he escargot. I have, know. I have had escargot. You it's... are a goddamn liar. Yeah, you. There, I, I swear to God, anybody that legit likes snails. No, okay. Listen to me. All right. I've I had, have been. I will I've, hear you out for ten seconds and then call I've you. I've had out. escargot. Uh, there's a uh, a restaurant here in Utah. Um, All right, I'm gonna call bullshit already because uh, it could be market. It was a market street. No, 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 no. Okay. It's a a very high class restaurant. Was it two cheese? No. I'm sorry. Did you just say high class with two cheese? Okay. <laughs> anyway, it is like okay. Most- I'm very <laughs> drunk. But the this restaurant was actually okay. It doesn't sound high class, but Dumb and Dumber. Um, oh, good. We're, we're off to a good start in the cycle. Listen. <laughs> so there's a scene in Dumb and Dumber where he's having uh, a dream, and he meets the girl of his dreams, and she comes through this open door, and it was actually at this restaurant, and it's a beautiful restaurant, and it actually has um. Uh, Part of Dumb and Dumber was filmed in Utah. It was yes. Holy shit! Uh, peacocks. It has uh, free range peacocks roaming the the grounds. It's called Taggarts. No, no, no. It's not Taggarts. No. Is it up Ogden Canyon? That's Taggarts. That's um, what I was thinking. It's not Taggart's that. Got free no, range. I I went on a tour there in my ninth grade teen living class. Uh, we took about a month living, a month like? of teen living. Two thousand ten. Um, no, that would have been two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Anyway, um, it's a very high-class restaurant, but they do serve escargot. Uh, you actually have to use the escargot fork to pull it out of the snail shell, and you eat it. It's it's very good. The texture is hard to get. Someone say it's like a snot. There are no, only no. two restaurants in Utah that sell escargot. Okay. La Caille. That's what it is. La Caille. La Caille. It's pronounced La Caille. He's a Jewish. That's the... Uh, snails kosher? That's the restaurant I'm I'm talking about. Um, it's very delicious. It 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 has the flavor almost of a chicken, a really well seasoned chicken. Um, but the texture is a little hard to get away from. It's just a little chewy. So as soon as you get past the chewy, it's very delicious. Do you eat octopus? Uh, no, I do not. Shit sticks to your throat. It's weird. I love it. 
I don't like it. Have you ever seen the octopus where they put like soy sauce on it and then it starts it wriggling? Starts flicking. It's octopus amazing. is is far too intelligent for me to ingest. So yeah. this octopus got killed, so it wasn't that good. <laughs> well, I mean, I would get killed too if there was a higher intelligence trying to. Do you know what my favorite thing? Coax me in. Them dolphins ain't coming after. So do you know what so. my like top like things in Japan? I loved octopus, and there were. <laughs> I'm guessing we're done with wine. <laughs> I think we're over. Yeah. I think the podcast is over. Well, so to be honest, I mean, like, what well, we've covered. We've one, covered we told everything. You how it was harvested. Two, we told you how it was manufactured. Three, we gave you brief flavor profiles for red, white, and rosé. Yes. We explained the differences of rosé. Yes. We, uh, yeah. I mean, that's that's one. We that's discussed the. the t- Shut the hell up about this. Tannins. <laughs> fucking tannins. No, don't use that term of endearment in round tannins. That's fair. The, the freaking stupid tannins. The I'm going to pronounce with an English accent. Dumbstruck tannins. That alcohol. I'm drunk. So, back to oh, this. Oh, shit. I'm drunk. These. We need more. One of my favorite no, things. No, we need less. One of my favorite Those things is oh, the Japanese word for octopus is taco. Is taco? Oh, taco. That's actually where we get taco? No. No, of course not. We get taco from Spanish. You're telling me the Mexicans and the Japanese came up with taco? Different. They mean different words. But they are the same so, word? The so, mean food? Here, let me hear you out. So, let me know. You let me, let me hear you. Yeah, let me talk about you it. Hear let me fucking out. Mexican taco. <laughs> Japanese tacos. Let me learn you. Let me learn yourself, so, son. Spanish taco. T-A-C-O. You ready? Can you handle this? Spanish tacos T-A-Q-U-E. are delicious. Hamburger, Japanese, lettuce. Japanese spell it T A K O K O K. But I don't think the Japanese use the English letters. Correct. Right? It is the calligraphy Ta and Ko. Okay, whatever that means. <laughs> it means taco. It just went over. Taco. Does it include beef and lettuce and hot sauce no, and it's beans? No, it it, just it includes that. tentacle suction cups, sometimes mantle. <laughs> See, for me, as an <laughs> average American from the west of the United States. West of the United States or Western? West United States. Western Americas. The Western United States over here in Utah up in the mountains. I don't think Man. tentacles are included in my tacos. Fun well, fact, we have a uh, freshwater octopus. Well, I was going to say something. Naturally? <laughs> what? Naturally? No, of course not. They're the top predator. Well, fucking tacos. Could you imagine if we had octopus in our waters? We'd be fucked. We do. We'd have no fish. We do. We don't. We do I mean, not have you, They're not natural. native. Well, okay. Are you talking about aquariums? That no, freshwater octopuses. God damn it. I think we should be good to close up shop. With Bye. wine? Yeah, with just... Just the whole podcast? Yeah. It's only going to get worse <sighs> from here, folks. The episode? <laughs> Y'all can stop listening at any point in time. No, don't. Y'all Leave can us stop review. listening at this episode at any point in time. If you, so, if you enjoyed what you have listened to here and your ears were not believing, enlightened from our high class, highbrow, low class, creme de la creme, and tenons, low class creme brulee disposition on <laughs> wine, the manufacturing and consumption, heavily on the consumption. Walmart cheesecake. It was delicious. <laughs> if you enjoyed it. We'd appreciate it very much if you'd give us a like, a follow, or a listen on your respective platform. 
contact us anytime at brewsciencepod at gmail.com. You can hit us up at our corresponding Facebook page in the description down below. I've always wanted to say that. That's so, <laughs> so amazing. It feels good. So feels good. Give us a follow. Give us a listen on our future episodes. We, you up. already gave us a listen on this one because you made it to the end. Congratulations. Everybody read our plus. Sloan already told you yeah, the if email. You, if you have a idea for a future episode, we would like to do it. We're going to do an episode on human internal combustion as well as the cloud. I'm sorry. No, human? What? what? Human internal, internal combustion. <laughs> sorry. Spontaneous <Yes>. human combustion. <laughs> human internal combustion is what you do after you have talk. But uh, as, as far as right now, the next topic is probably going to be the cloud. Yeah, for now. I love that topic. I think it would be really cool. Yeah, and as always, uh, this is Sloan. I hope you learned something. This is James. Go ahead and mix a brew, study some science, and then fuck off. This is Colby, and that was my line, dick. I just made it on the spot. <laughs> our, our, our brains sink send, again, like a period. Send more alcohol and nudes. What? No. No, do no, not no, send. send no. If you send Actually nudes, do. We'll be, no. No. I'm the only one that looks at the email. Do not send, send nudes. Send Don't. Unless you're a consenting adult above the age of 18. Yeah, if you go, oh, yeah, 100%. You're, you're, you're above 18. You're Anybody law, lower than 18, don't, don't say nothing. We don't want nothing. Instead of sending those provocative images, how about a picture of your dog? I want to see your puppers. Yeah, let's see your Actually, doggo. Yeah, let's see your puppers. Okay, let's see. We recently went nudes. through a hard time in our little friend family. One of our good friends lost a dog. Rested yes, we lost a family. Aries. We yeah. love you, Aries. Anyone who else is going through a trying time, hope your four-legged friend is doing great. Send love dogs. Your, love your puppos. Line drawn. You're a fan. You're sending a mini bottle. If you don't mm. send mini bottles, we understand send money to buy mini nope. bottles. We'll nope. take care of it. I only accept <laughs> No, I'm not sending any bottles. money. If they... Okay, no, no, if no. They, they send, they send email, us money to buy mini bottles. Okay, how are they going to send us money? They uh, only have Venmo? this a Gmail account. Venmo. We don't have a Venmo. I mean, we got a Venmo. Just, just get in contact with us. I, I have every form of electronic payment. Okay, but we every don't have. Yo, a yeah. Podcast. If you want to sponsor, yo, if you want us to give us a shout out, send us mini bottles our way. Each episode will be sponsored by our local donor or non-local donor. All right. Fuck. This is the longest outro ever. You're well, gonna, we you gotta, had to make. Let's do it again. You're gonna Sloan, chop this up. Sloan, your outro. Hey, I uh, hope you learned something. Alright, make some brews, look up some science, fuck off. Goodbye. No. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> oh, and then you did it anyway? Courtney's disappointed in all of you. <laughs>